So Jaden, you've gone viral on TikTok because of your openness about your job as a stripper while being a proud US service member. Can you tell us how you got into the service and into stripping? Honestly, um, I got into the service when I was 19. And well, I had to turn 19 in boot camp. Um, and I kind of just did that just because I needed like a different path to go down. Some guidance. You know like, yeah, I needed that discipline. I really <laughs> did. I was, mm -mm, I was a bad little kid. And then um, once I got into the military, I didn't start dancing until I had just turned 20. So it had been like the first year and then COVID hit and I was a waitress at the time also being in the military. And, so you were still working two jobs. Yeah. And I just, as soon as COVID hit, like I really wasn't making anything. And I had thought about like, oh, let me be a stripper. I kind of just needed to just jump. Yeah. Like, do you know something. what I'm saying? I needed yeah. to just make it, take the leap. And I absolutely loved it. And so now I do both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know people are curious, um, how are you able to strip while still serving in the Navy? Are there any rules that prohibit working in the adult industry while enlisted? So I get this question a lot. Um, it works out good for me because I am reservist. So it's, it's part-time military, you know what I'm saying? So I, it's not like a every week type of thing. I feel like I can't really speak too much on the active duty side of it because I know it would be really hard to do both jobs without, you know, draining yourself, like, especially like mentally and all that mm -hmm. stuff. Um, but I mean, it's all legal. So any rules or okay, any rules are like bullshit that they, they put out. It's, it's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. It's just cause I hear I'm like a really strong believer in our first amendment. So yes. when I was working for the government, I was so scared they were going to fire me because mine was full time, mm -hmm. you know, I wasn't a reservist, but like you, yeah. it wasn't paying the bills, you know, I, I couldn't make ends meet and I had a child to support. So, um, the same thing. I, I yes. was wondering and then they told me, you know, you're a first amendment. Yeah. Like, and you can do whatever the fuck you want. I'm like, okay, cool. And it's so <laughs> funny because there's so many people that it's, it just so happens that I blew up on social media for it. Right. Yes. So obviously they think like, oh my God, this is a one of a kind, but it's right. not. It there's happens so much i think almost every girl that i've met in the military has their only fans yeah especially with guys yes. i've met some male strippers in the yes. military porn stars like all that yes. shit they just they're just not as open up about it and i find that really funny because i think society puts this big tab this big taboo on sex work and mm -hmm. there's really no reason for it and it's, it's pretty much why i started the podcast because we're human we're smart we know how to hustle and we're not doing anything wrong exactly and it's so much fun yeah. i fucking love what i do yeah. i <laughs> love what i do and it sucks that it's got a shelf life yeah. because we all get older but you know at least say i did it then mm. they're done that honestly i'm gonna have some really tight stories i know right <laughs> so what is your job in the navy so i'm a bm uh as a boatswain's mate uh a boatswain's mate what is that? So it's pretty much just uh, a lot of hands-on work. So I'm kind of useless, honestly, unless I'm on a ship. <laughs> but um, like on the ship, you know, we help the ship go underway correctly and then like in port correctly, you know, um, cleaning the ship, a bunch of hands-on okay. janitor duty shit. Um, so you can come work for my cleaning company? <laughs> yeah, I'd be real good. Jaden <laughs> has experience. Yeah. <laughs> and then I am a, I'm a third class, so I'm an E4. Wow, good for you. And so what do you think is more challenging, being a stripper or being in the Navy? I'm not going to lie, being a stripper for sure. Yeah. For sure. People think that job is so easy. No. It's not. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I love it. I, you know, in the, year, in the year and a half that I've been doing it, I've been able to 
give myself the life that I've always wanted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I Doesn't take care of my amazing? mom. It feels amazing. Yeah. And it feels good because, like, being 21 and shit, and I take care of my mom. Driving a badass car yeah. like we do. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you know, I got my own little house. And yeah. I feel really accomplished. You are. But there's so much shit that is underground, I feel like, with stripping. And it's it's mentally really hard. Yes. Like, really, really hard. It took me, it took me a while to, like, not have the game have a fucking like chokehold on me and i'm actually still still learning i still have my moments you're still a baby stripper in my eyes i know i know (laughs) in my eyes i'd be doing some baby stripper shit i'm like the fuck (laughs) (laughs) like what's wrong with me i know like girl you should be grown out of this shit but i definitely stripping is harder for sure i think it's definitely a mental challenge too in my last uh, podcast i talked about um body dysmorphia Mm -hmm. and i think that's something that i developed from being a stripper, from being in the sex work industry yeah. because we are judged so much, not just by the girls that we work with, but we are judged by management. Mm-hmm. We are judged by the customers that come in and one guy might like a blonde and he tells you, oh, you know, I don't like brunettes. Well, it's like, exactly. fuck, I can't please everybody. Yeah. But it gets to our head and it's like, maybe I'd make more money if I had bigger lips, mm-hmm. if I had a better nose, if my body looked perfect, if my yeah. boobs were bigger because this customer said, Oh, I like girls with big tits. And you're thinking, gosh. And you go yeah. home thinking, my tits aren't big enough. So, yeah. It is It is very that, much challenging. That and, you know, like, constantly, like, I sometimes, like, I think, you know, I have bad bitches everywhere in the club. Right. But constantly, like, having that comparing mindset, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, oh, I saw she made a bag. But, and she looks, you know, different than right. me. You know, what can I do to, like, you know, it's, it's And weird. you know what, Jaden? And everybody listening to this right now, when you go on her TikTok and you see who she is, you're going to see she's absolutely fucking gorgeous. <laughs> but this is very common in the industry. Yeah. And we all think that we're hideous. We all have flaws. And we all, I guess, our maintenance is a lot of money, but we have it. So, For sure. so <laughs> we can keep yeah. up with ourselves as much as possible. But, yeah. Um, do people in your life ever pressure you to choose one path or another? And what do you say to them? Not at all, honestly. I, I truthfully, I only really listen to my mom. Um, and she's very supportive she's of what you do? She's extremely supportive. Dog. And I what does your like mother do? She's in the Navy. She's a chief in the Navy. She's a boss bitch. And she is just the most supportive person, like, I know, honestly. Like, I was so scared to tell her um, when I first started. And I actually didn't tell her. She just found out. And I thought that she's going to kick me out or slut shame me. Yeah. You know, I, my I biggest thing, I didn't want her to think her daughter was a whore. <laughs> and I, you know, and I'm yeah. just like, I promise I'm not. I just want money. <laughs> and she, money she, whore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The different type of whore. And, um, she just, you know, she was like, as long as you're being safe and like, as long as, you know, keep an eye out and shit, she's like, go get your shit, yeah. you know, go get your bag and stuff. Um, so I've, I've never felt pressured by her, honestly. Good for she's, your mom. Yeah. My next episode, I'm actually going to be talking about how I told my family mm-hmm. and how they reacted. And it just recently came out um, on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter to now my immediate family knows that I do porn as well. Okay. My, my mom and my brothers and sisters, my son, everybody knows that I do that, you know. But I also help a lot of people out too. So mm-hmm. I don't ask anybody for a handout. So I think, you know, that judgment's not there. And like you, I'm a very... Um, uh, well-rounded woman, yeah. you know, I own businesses and stuff like that, so I don't really get much judgment, but it was that initial fear of coming out. I think my extended family is like, oh my god, yeah, but I don't really I, care. That's what like, I was about to add on. That's why I was like, I, I've 
like because I, I wanted to make it clear that I really do just listen to my mom unless yeah. like my mom's opinion is personally like the only opinion I genuinely care about but my extended family dog they be talking shit I'm oh my so god jealous. and I'm like I feel like it's like they're just mad because they're, they're not the ones getting red bottoms every week you know what I'm saying <laughs> like like if you're jealous of my mama just say that yeah <laughs> I think jealousy is so ugly. And it is. It is ugly. It is ugly. It's very ugly. But you know what's cool is like in the sex work industry, and this this for me goes through porn as well as dancing. It's very rare that you find girls in the industry that are jealous of each other. Mm-hmm. I think that we all lift each other up, and it, there is no jealousy there. I, I that's what I love about the yeah. sex work. I feel like I finally found like my little group, my, mm-hmm. my homies. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, and people think the strip club, like in the locker room, it's all catty and all. Catty oh my and god! Shit. And I I'm know, like, no. god, like, what do you think this is? We're back there laughing, exactly. talking. Yeah, I know. We'll be drunk and hell, like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> or they think we're drug addicts and yes. alcoholics and. I rarely drink, and when I do, I'll have tequila, and it's always at the club. If I know I'm in the VIP room and I'm done for the night, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to be driving for a few hours, I'm like, okay, I'll take a shot, yeah. or I'll have a drink of tequila, but when I'm home, I'm running my businesses. Yeah. I don't have time for drugs. I don't have time for alcohol, and I think the same thing with you, obviously, because yeah. you're in the military, but a lot of people have a, mis- a misconception for of sure. what we are, who we are, what we do behind closed doors, and very, very interesting. Um, I'm working on an episode where I talk about how I handle discussing my career with my family and loved ones. What has that experience been like for you? Did they ask you a lot of questions? At first they did. Um, My, you know, my mom has um, another, like, husband and shit. So I have my stepdad, I have my step-siblings and all that stuff. Um, They know you know, right. they see my TikToks and right. they know, but I feel like they just don't want to ask. But you know what I'm saying? They want to keep that well, life. I'm sure your stepdad and your dad have been strip club, yeah. you know, but imagine back then to compare to now. Yeah, you know, I know sure. back then people were doing blow on people's asses and their tits and their back, you know, like it was a crazy atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Sex work was completely different. Even in the porn industry back in the day, it was all drugs and alcohol and partying, mm-hmm. you know, and now people are married and they have kids and you know same thing with strippers it's just completely different lifestyle so i can only imagine what your stepdad or your father may be thinking (laughs) they don't don't ask too many questions but um you know my mom she's so funny she loves just lives what is it vicariously vicariously yes she loves living through it and i tell her too i I tell them stories yeah or like if i have a really good night you know i i can't you know, most times I, I don't like to talk about money, right. but I know that a lot of people love living through strippers yes, because it's absolutely. such a controversial, like, career path, Some I guess. people would never cross that. Yeah, but they love all of, all of the things that it comes with, right? And there's just so many questions that, like, if I have a really good night or whatever, I'll go straight to my mom, and I'm like, Mom, guess how much we made? Yeah! And What's the most you've ever made in one night? Oh, girl, this is back in Miami. I, I walked out with almost 20 grand. Nice. That yeah. was my that best was a, night. That's a very good night. Yeah. <laughs> I'll die hella happy. Uh, that was a funny story. I have to tell you that story. That was funny. Okay. So, um, I was working all night and I had a dry week. And a dry week for strippers is like I, don't, I hate dry, I dry streaks. Oh my god. It's like you'll be doing great and then you go into work one day and you don't make a dollar and then the next day you don't make a dollar and the next day and then you start beating yourself up and then you don't want to go to work anymore because you're like I'm gonna waste money and then you go to work one night. I'm a strong believer in manifesting Mm -hmm. and having that good attitude, like staying away from the negativity. Yeah. I went to work and it was so busy. It had to have been like a Friday night. 
and it was super, super busy. And I was like the only one that wasn't getting a dance. And I kid you not, I was sitting in the corner while I was standing in the corner in my heels <laughs> with my little pouty face. And I'm going, what the fuck am I doing wrong? <laughs> like, yeah. what is wrong with me? Do I stink? Like, I'm just trying to figure out what yeah. it is. And this man comes up to me and he was like, he's like, do you dance? And I was like, yeah. Like, I'm just standing here in lingerie from, the, you know, my health. But yeah. And he was like, can I get a dance from you? And I'm like, sure. And I was like, that was easy. I've been standing here. And it was like two in the morning. So imagine how long I had been yeah. there not making the dollar. And so we go in the back. And this guy was definitely a strip club guru. And you know when you've got customers that have money that go to strip clubs regularly because they know what they want. Mm-hmm. And they don't even ask you what your prices are. They don't care. Yeah. yeah. So, we take, so he takes me back to the champagne room. And he asked me how much for the hour, and he already told the staff that he was going to get the room. So I threw out a crazy number, and mm-hmm. I was just like, 2500 for the hour. And he was like, okay. And then I was like, oh, this guy's got mm-hmm. money. So for the club and for, you know, the credits, I got a Magnum bottle on top of that. So I'm like, okay, this guy's pretty cool. He didn't want me to take off any lingerie, and he didn't drink. He was a doctor. From New York, didn't drink, but he was very much into women, into fitness. Yeah. Back then, this was that crazy horse. Back then, I had a six pack. I was ripped, and I was like probably twenty pounds lighter than I am now. So you could just see all my muscles, mm-hmm. you know. He had me work out in front of him. I kid you not. <laughs> like push-ups and shit. Push-ups, everything. I had to take off my heels, but keep my lingerie on. We moved the table. And I stayed back there for five hours. Shut the fuck up. Uh, 2500 every, every hour. Good for you. Babe. And then I wanted to keep him. Mm-hmm. So I told him, any hour after this is just going to be 1000 Because this is like the easiest. Yeah. Not, I can't say the easiest money I've ever made. Because imagine working out like that. Yeah. And I had to ask him for a break every time. And He, was he just, wanted you to work out straight for the hour. Yes. And I told him, I said, I really need a drink. And I'm sorry for my voice, guys. Because I'm losing oh. my voice, by the way. <laughs> But I needed a drink so bad. So I would like ask him, can I please take a sip? Can I take a sip? He's like, yeah, sure. So I ended up staying there with him until 7 in the morning. And the staff brought me a twister mat, which I didn't even know that we had. Oh, yeah. But they you had a twister mat. Yeah, yeah, you had it. I've had it. Okay, so they brought me a twister mat. And they're like, here, we saw you on camera. They're like, just work out with this. I'm like, okay, cool. So the cleaning crew was there by 7 in the morning. And the staff had already moved us from the back VIPs to the front VIPs because we were still there. And he was like, oh, he's like, my, my flight, I've got to catch my flight. And I was like, oh, okay, thank God I get to go home. <laughs> by this time, I had made, I think, fifteen or 16000 So I was good, you know. Damn. And, and that was take home after tip out and everything. And to think that, like, that's why I always try to stick it out to the end. Yes. Because if I'm having a really know. shitty night... Every, Something happens. Huh? Every single shitty night, I've like really shitty that I'm like, oh, I want to leave, and I didn't. It ends yeah. up being a really, really, really good, good night. fucking night. Yes, good for you. Same. That's tight. So he told me. He said, "I'm gonna go to the hotel. I have to check out by 11." He's like, "I'm gonna go to the hotel, take a shower, pack my bags." He said, "Meet me back here at 11:30." I was like, "Oh my god, I haven't gotten any sleep. Remember, I'm a single mom. Yeah. I haven't gotten any fucking sleep." I run home, fucking take a shower. I'm running out of the house. My son's like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm going to go make more money. I'll be back. And I go back to the club. And sure enough, he was there in the room waiting for me. And I made five more grand. And I was out. And I made 20000 Like, oh then that night, yeah. So that was the best night I ever had. And we kept in contact for a little while. But then, you know, as you know, they all fall off. They eventually. Fall off. Yeah. yeah. That's tight. That's really tight. But I needed, I kid you not, I manifested it. Because I needed 15000 Because mm-hmm. I had such a dry spell. I'm like, I need 15 grand because I've got to pay my bills. Yeah. I've got to pay my bills. So 
I just manifested it, stuck it out, and at two mm-hmm. in the morning, it came to me. I'm, I'm reading it. I feel like manifestation is really, oh. is really real. I was just talking. And in the industry. Yeah. I think it's huge in the industry. I was just talking about this the other day. I was like, uh, I think it was to my mom, and I was saying, I was like, I think it's wild because, you know, the whole, this whole time for, for the entire time I've been dancing, I've been manifesting yes. all of the, all of these things, you yes. know, and they just, and it's all coming and it's all coming. Mm-hmm. And even like somebody to fucking, I, you know how long I've been manifesting a really good sugar daddy like this dog? Really? Like, oh. <laughs> and so Jaden has, has a great sugar daddy. I personally have never had a sugar daddy, but. And he doesn't want any sugar. Yeah, he doesn't like, want any sugar. Yeah. And, just, and it's, it's. The, Those are the best stories though, because I yeah. hear that from a lot of girls. There's yeah. a lot of guys that and have money and they just want your time and attention. And honestly, like a lot of girls will kind of think of it the wrong way and a lot of people just want to have a companion to talk to yes. and spend time with you know like if you it, you know for instance I've, I've worked with a lot of girls that you know talk to people like they're not people mm-hmm. and like they're just wallets and yes. I get it you know they're there for a reason we're there now for there a is, reason there is fem doms that actually like that for sure for sure <laughs> honestly it's not my money. style but I've met a lot of guys that aren't into it and have a fucking bag on them. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. it's really just... And I've taken them back to the back rooms and we sit there and we talk for hours. Yeah, me too. You know, I have regulars that just yes. come and get hours and hours just so we can talk and catch up. So what I've noticed is like like you and I, we make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. We, we have a lot of money and it's hard to hang out with people that don't because I always end up forking over the bill. Mm-hmm. Or it's hard to have a conversation yes. with them because it almost feels like you're bragging, but you're not trying to brag. Exactly. It's just, I'm living my best life right mm-hmm. now and I want to share that. And it's really fucking cool. Like you, how yeah. old are you? 21. 21, you're living your best mm-hmm. fucking life. But if you're with somebody that's 21, that's in the military, that's going to hate on you, yeah. try to ruin your career, you can't talk to them. You can go to your mom and brag to your mom because yeah. it's exciting. I do the same thing, you know? And, and that's, why, that's why, like, you know, when... You have girls that are a little too lit in the club. You know yes. what I'm saying? Granted, I won't say ever. I will never say in the club how much I make because bitches are haters. Yeah. But I get so excited for them because I'm like, yes. even, if I, even if I only made a couple hundred, I'm going to have my night to shine. Yes. Every girl has their night to shine. And I just get so excited Me too. for them too. You know what I'm saying? And it's weird just because even on social media, you know, when I have posted those right. those TikToks, yeah. of, you know, come. You guys have some... to check out our TikToks, by the way, which <laughs> I'm going to tell you all the links at the end. But yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's like counting money and like all this shit. Mm-hmm. And I think I had one week where I made like 20 grand. Yeah. And, um, there was just so many haters and I I didn't first of all they asked for it they asked to see it so I'm giving you what you asked for and then you hate on it and then people even, in like the comments yeah and then you know even in people you know some of my friends and stuff I can't I can't tell them how good my night was or whatever without them genuinely thinking that like I'm just right. trying to throw it in their face and yeah, I'm but not. You're not yeah you know? I get it, yeah. or like I've had I've had sometimes that like I wanted I'm like oh you know let's take a trip to Miami or take a trip yeah. here and it's like all of the shit is on me and I'm yes. like baby I know I could pay it ten times yeah back I could pay for the, the whole crew to go but yeah but I don't we shouldn't work hard to. for him yeah, yeah exactly yeah. like I get it you know but and I think it has to do with these guys too mm-hmm. because if you think about it these very these men that have a very high status like you know, they they spend their money at the club to spend time with us, but I think it's more it's more than just I want a pretty face to talk to. It's, yeah. We can really relate to them. And most of them are business owners. We all have business minds, you know, and most of them are just men that are very well off and are um, have done well in their lives mm-hmm. and it's not bragging to them. 
if they talk yeah. to us about it. I get so excited then, about it. Yeah. We get so excited yeah. about it. Well, like, it's funny, going back to what you said about the girls that make money. Some girls, I see them throw fits or talking mm-hmm. shit. Oh, she's in the back sucking dick. I'm like, no, yes, I've been dancing 11 years. Exactly. I've never seen that in any club I've been yeah. at. I've never seen anything dirty. Like, the clubs don't allow that stuff. Those they rumors don't. have got to stop. And I, Everybody has yeah. their days. And I always feel like... Maybe that person needed it more than me. Because, mm-hmm. yes, I can be greedy when it comes to money sure. at the club. Yeah. I, I want it all, you know. Uh, at first, I'll be like, bitch, and then I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll manifest. I'll be, like, getting ready for work, and I'm, like, thinking 5000 5000 5000 Like, that's my minimum I like to make. Yeah. You know, something in 5000 5000 And then I get there, and I'm like, okay, I'll be happy with, like, one or two. You yeah. know, like, I don't want to be greedy. Like, share the wealth, you mm-hmm. know? I, I try to I try to think back when I was a waitress, like my waitressing days. Oh, yes. And I remember leaving with like two hundred bucks. So it's like the best so night exciting. ever. I'm yes. like, oh my god, I'm so rich. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like when I have a night that like even if I don't make a thousand, even if I walk out with like seven eight hundred, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I have to like really think because I don't want to be a greedy bitch. And I'm very blessed and thankful. I don't I don't need it. It's not like my bills are like right. piling up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I literally just have it to buy more lavish shit yeah. and um can I, I give you some advice huh. okay I wish somebody would have told me this a long time ago but when I started dancing um you know I had all this money I literally had money in my freezer I had money in like oh you was rich rich <laughs> yeah, yeah I had money in my freezer I had money in my safe and then I finally put it in the bank IRS flagged me for it right oh yeah and then I now I owe the IRS a lot of money, but I pay it. I pay it faithfully every month. They freaking rate my bank account on the first of every month. I kid you not. But I've been paying it for years. But then it adds up every time I do my taxes. You know, oh, but it is what it is. You got to pay the piper. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. But IRS what I wish I would have done since I was your age is I pay all my bills. At the, you know, during the month and at the very first of the month transfer the rest that I have into my savings because you know you're going to make what 40,000 a month no matter yeah. what so you're going to be putting money in there every single day everything that you have left over put it in your savings mm-hmm. put it in your savings just keep racking it up racking it up buy yourself a nice purse every once in a while for you sure pair of shoes every once in a while but just rack it up everything yeah. that you have in there just roll it over and then start new mm-hmm. the first that's my advice. No, that's really good advice. It'll, it'll all add yeah. up. And then one day you'll look at your savings like, whoa, how the fuck did that get mm-hmm. in there? Because all your living is off of your checking. Yeah. You know? Okay. Just some advice. That's good. So do you feel any judgment or a change in how your family treats you or friends treat you or people that find out like how much you have, how much you make? I've, I've dealt with just a little bit of judgment. You know, my family is very, like, you know, again, like I'm really, really thankful of how supportive and non-judgmental yeah. they are. But I feel like the way they look at me has changed, but in a better way, you know, like I, and, and even with like my friends too. Yeah. Well, I don't say that, but I, I know that they're proud of me. Of course. And that's like really... It's so much more satisfying than any money could make, you know? Yeah, it feels good. And it's because, like, even friends, you know, I, when I was in high school and I had graduated, I went to college, and I met a guy. What did you go to college for? I went to college for biochemistry. Oh, I did, yeah. <laughs> smart. And um, I had met somebody and just went through a lot of shit, and I started making a lot of bad decisions. And so for the longest time, you know, for that little year that I was really fucking up, and doing just a lot of stupid shit. All I've of been my, there, girl. We all yeah, have. That's all really of, girl. All of my friends, you know, had seen it, seen the person that, like, I turned into and my family. And I felt like for that whole time, like, I was really not a good person. Yeah. And then, you know, I joined and then 
kind of turned my life around to like how it is now. And I feel like they look at me like, damn, like this bitch like really went from the bottom to the top. And I love that. So I think. That was still amazing. Yeah. So not in a. Yeah. I felt the same way. Like I had my son at 16. Mm-hmm. And when I had him, I kid you not, my whole family just like looked at me like I was trash. Yeah. And I was. And even his father's family was like, oh, she's never going to amount to nothing. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's white trash is really what they would call me. And his, his father is Mexican, so mm-hmm. they would call me white trash. And, and it sucked because I was struggling. Mm-hmm. It was a struggle. But um, it pushed me. And yeah. it pushed me. Mm-hmm. And now I look at his father, who has nothing to do with his son, doesn't pay a penny of child support. And I'm, like, rolling around in my AMG, my $100,000 AMG, yeah. living in these high-rises, you know? And... Mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I guess I'm proud of myself too. And you know, I made bad decisions like you did. I obviously got pregnant at 16, Mm -hmm. but like I made really bad decisions. And I think my family, extended family and immediate family thought I was going to go down this horrible path. I never really got into drugs or anything, but I was just hanging out with the wrong crowd, loving sex too much, going from guy to guy (laughs) to guy. That was embarrassing, you know, (laughs) that's why I'm a porn star now, but you know, I I made bad decisions too, but we grow from that and that's how we become who we are today. So I'm proud of you because you, you know you turned your life around. That's freaking well, amazing. Thank you. Um, That's amazing. And how did your job in the Navy change you when you went viral on TikTok? That oh. had you. Oh my people gosh! People had to have seen you oh right my before goodness. you said anything. Yes, that was that was looking embarrassing. So I had I wasn't even planning on going viral on TikTok. Nobody plans on it. And my sister was like. Oh my god, you should post a TikTok. I was like, no, that's stupid. And I finally did it, and it was just so fun. And then I was just getting all this attention. I was like, okay, whatever. And then I had one video, my very first money count, and it was like a decent little like weekend. I made like ten racks or whatever. And so I posted it, and it went. It got like six million views, maybe. And (laughs) yeah. And so I had I had drill my military drill that next weekend. And so I had went in. And oh my god, the looks I got was fucking ridiculous. Like I was so embarrassed. Guys or girls? Both, both of them. And I was so embarrassed because I was like, oh my god, everybody in here has like seen my fucking ass. And you know, it's it's so funny because like even on my Instagram, I just put I'd be posting hella booty pics because the booty is nice. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. But your body's amazing, so you can post as many booty pics as you want. So they'll see it, and it's so funny because like it's like. You like look at me from the front, and it's like all in uniform. Yeah. And then you check my like social media, and it's like the fuck, like it's. But that's what's hella awesome. different, yeah. Um, but yeah, I did get a couple stares, and then um, I don't think the so here I have two different commands. So my command in Las Vegas is majority men, so all of my higher ups are honestly men, um, and then my higher ups in Sacramento, where my training normally is, right. uh, my higher up higher up is a woman. And we're a lot closer, like we bond a little bit better. So I feel like because they are men here, they didn't want to ask me for a really long time. But I knew it was a fucking elephant in the room. <laughs> it always was. And they just didn't want to bring it up. I didn't know because they felt uncomfortable or yeah. because a lot of them know my mom. And they're like, oh. does her mom, you know, so there was Probably like a lot of that. There was a bunch of little things here and there. But actually once, like a couple months in, you know, and I see people on my social media or whatever. Some people started getting really fucking weird and yeah. like trying to give me special treatment. And I'm like, don't talk to me like that. Yeah. Like, I know exactly what you're trying to do. Like, I'm not stupid. Even, <laughs> even before, 
even before I was a stripper, still being in the military, that's why I said I was like, women in the military in general will still get looked at different. Regardless of what you do, I could be a fucking janitor, but because you're a woman in the military when 90% of it is males and military men, we, we already know how that is. No, tell yeah, me. Yeah, no, no, they're, they ain't shit, they're weird. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna say all of them, but like, I've just experienced like, how a lot of them like act how a lot of them behave and shit like and a lot of them have fucking anger issues dog i'm really? not gonna lie yeah but i'm not gonna say like it is all of them it's just a lot of them um but is it guys that have like been through more been through stuff or is it just people no, come out the street maybe they just need direction like you yeah really signed up you and know? honestly like i'm not gonna lie i have my little like moments here and there but i see it a lot like when i when they started I, I guess giving me attention and like, um, you know, sitting next to me and like asking me questions like, oh, like, where do you work? Or, um, oh, like, uh, you know, one officer, the reason why I don't, I'm not gonna say names, okay, but the reason why I don't do OnlyFans anymore is because I had an officer message me on the OnlyFans thing. So, so he had, well, he had, <laughs> he had bought my content, right? Yeah. But he had messaged me. And it was just a really like uncomfortable message. And then that along with one of my past high school teachers. Granted, I graduated when I was 17. So I think the whole feeling of just like me still being a child and like yeah. just like all of that like anonymous shit, I didn't like it. And I didn't like when I when I go into my military work, I'm professional. I get my shit right. done and I go home, right? <clears throat> I'm not trying to sit here and be a stripper 24-7 because right. I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? And first of all, they don't make enough money for that shit. So I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm good on that. But like it's it's hard to focus like on doing my job when I know that I have like all these spying eyes and shit and yeah. it makes me uncomfortable. I've been there. Yeah. I've so been, I've been there. Yeah, but now it's good. I mean, no, everybody minds their business. I think it's been a fucking while. It's no so longer the elephant. It's no longer that elephant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they already know I'm going to do with whatever the fuck I want to do, so. So my social media management company wants me to do TikToks, but I was, I'm like you, like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I'm actually, like, I kind of have, like, a fear of doing it. Why? I don't know. I'm just not somebody to, like, put myself out there mm -hmm. like that. But I don't know if I could do it about money. I don't know if I could do it. It's just not me. Yeah. But I love your TikToks. I love them. <laughs> and it's funny, like, you popped up on my feed, like, this is somebody that's in your contacts. Uh -huh. I was like, what? Because that was so cute. <laughs> and then I saw the uniform. That's uh -huh. why I told you. So, backstory, uh, history, uh, Jaden and I, we worked together at Palomino's for a little bit. And then I ended up going to Crazy Horse. But I bounced back and forth for five years, and then Jaden came over to Crazy Horse, mm -hmm. right? When you turned 21. Mm -hmm. Is that when you went over yeah. there? Yeah. Which one do you like better? Oh, Crazy Horse for sure. Yeah. Crazy Horse for sure. It's so nice not having to take my underwear off. Palomino's was actually... Oh, yeah. Palomino's is fully um, nude. Full nude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's full nude. And then Crazy Horse is topless, and it's much classier. Yeah. But Palomino's is known for... It's just ugly. Yeah. <laughs> it's in an ugly, ugly area. Yeah, it brings like not the very best clients. <laughs> Motherfuckers that think like twenty dollars is like a thousand. Like no, yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's scary too. It's kind of creepy in there. Yeah, yeah, it's totally bit. creepy. I, I don't think I would ever drive my car over there. Honestly, ever. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> not now. I don't know. <laughs> um, how did you navigate situations where people voice their disapproval of your stripping or? Have, you know, critical. I'm sure you get comments yeah. on TikTok all the time. Honestly, I love it. I <laughs> the love haters that what, what makes us keep I, going, right? Yeah, yes. and it's so funny because at first, when I started my first, 
uh, video went viral, I wasn't used to the attention. Like you said before, like I never thought I would be somebody to put my life on display yeah, like that. Yeah. And I never really did because I'm very, I have a lot of anxiety. Like I'm right, very yeah, to myself type I, shit. Yeah. And so, you know, granted now, like I do put out what I want people to see type shit, but you're always going to get like hate comments. And on my first video, I had a kind of a hard time dealing with all the hate because it felt like, you know, little me, like I'm just thinking it's right. a cute video. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's millions of people calling me a slut or a whore or that I am uh, just no good at like fucking anything, right? Um, and that's I, what the perception is. Yeah. Been and, I, perception. and at first, like, I had never, like, been called that by so many people. And granted, it's it's online, so they're probably, like, fucking 12 and shit. Yeah. Like, old-ass yes. men. But after a while, I've noticed, I had noticed, you know, I had started doing sponsors and getting business propositions and all this shit, right? Mm -hmm. Making money off my social media. And I've seen that it grows and whatever. It was doing mm -hmm. really good. And I was like, damn, you know what? If it, regardless of what comment it is, a good one, bad one, want to call me a bitch or a slut, do it. Because that shit runs up my views and I love it. I Not do. only that, <laughs> you know what I do? When, when anybody says anything to me or posts a comment, I'm like, I'm laughing all the way to the bank. No, sorry, I'll like, like it. You put yeah. a little comment on there, I'll yeah. leave it because... I'm the one that's going to the bank right now laughing, and you're the one that has time to sit there and write something. Exactly. Like, like, I'm okay. sorry. I'm running late. Yeah, I'm running late. I gotta go. From my five-star dinner, I gotta yeah. go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it really does, like, push me, honestly. I feel like the more haters you have, honestly, you're doing real good. I know. Like, doing posted, real, real good. So I, my TikTok got shut down okay. um, because of haters, of course. Mm -hmm. But the only thing that I posted on there that I was kind of like bragging about was when I bought my sixth property mm. and I was like all the single moms like this is all for you hard workers you know like I'm 36 I just bought my sixth fucking property mm. you know that's bad to me that's bad that's badass. badass oh my god this girl wrote on there she's like you need to humble yourself bitch and blah blah, blah. I was like you should be proud of me we're exactly. women like this is women power yeah. right here you should be fucking proud of me right now like that's so stupid I yeah. literally like when I there's been times that I'll go on live and like I'll just be talking, and it it doesn't even have to do anything about me, or I'll smile, or whatever, or I'll say like thank you for this or something. And then I have I have one comment that was like, "Girl, you need to humble 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 yourself." I'm like, "Girl, all I did was smile." I'm like, <laughs> if, "If you if y'all go around telling people they need to humble themselves, yeah, that sounds like a personal problem, like a personal yeah. insecurity that y'all need yes, to work on." Because yes. I'm humbled i'm good you yeah. know what i'm saying like get on my yeah. level yeah and, and we can rock together you know <laughs> is there anyone in your life who you've chosen not to tell my dad really my your grandparents dad my dad my real dad doesn't know i don't think he knows does he have tiktok because no. he might know one day no i know i'm like but either he knows or he just has not said anything really i definitely don't want my grandparents to know no. um they probably wouldn't even know what one is. They a stripper. <laughs> they they're very uh, Christian. What's your nationality? Puerto Rican. They're Puerto Rican. Mm -hmm. uh, Puerto Rican Mexican, and so they're very you know religious, religious and yeah. um, you know I respect it, and I feel like they're ugh, they're just such loving people. Honestly, like my whole family is so together and bonded that I feel I don't think that they would think of me any different. You know, they, they constantly say how proud of, of me they are and like all this stuff. And so I don't think they would feel any different, but at the same time, I don't want to, I, I don't know. I just, I wouldn't want them to know. Yeah. And that's what's so funny. Cause like my, I have a shit ton of cousins that talk shit. 
And granted, yes. I don't I don't like them. I mean, like it's it's not a shit ton of them, but it's like a, a bunch. Yeah. But they have I'm not gonna speak on their life because it's not none of my business. Yeah. But it is so far down. Yeah. From me that I genuinely don't give a shit. But <laughs> for <laughs> but you're like you're here. I'm here. Yeah. Okay. I don't like talk. But for like family gatherings, like for Thanksgiving or Christmas, I was telling my mom. I constantly tell my mom this that if we were to ever get together you know as a family and if they were to ever say something in front of my grandparents about what I do that would cause a lot of problems because I don't want my grandparents knowing Mm -hmm. so I wouldn't tell them that because then they're gonna do it on purpose (laughs) well no like I feel like it's just the type of people they are honestly they're very very spiteful but I definitely um I'm sure my family my extended family I'm sure they think I'm a complete wackadoodle they're just like oh my god She's a stripper, and she's a porn star, and, you know, she's a mom, and she's this. Like, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure, I, I have no clue what they say. I really don't give a fuck, yeah. though. Like, you don't, like, I don't ask you to pay my bills. Exactly. I don't ask you for shit. You're pay my bills. You like, need something? I will help you out. Yeah. I love my family. I just wish that people, my aunt actually told me this one day. She said, this is, I was so young, and she was like, you need to be more tolerant of other people's happiness. Mm-hmm. And I never, ever forgot that statement, because now... I look at people and instead of judgment, I'm like, they're not hurting anybody. They're very happy. They're living their best life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like don't judge them. So I think eventually once they get closer to me or they realize that like I'm not hurting anybody, I love what I do and I'm living my best life, mm-hmm. that judgment might go away. Yeah. But in the meantime, I'm like, I don't really care what they say. I'm sure they do. Mm-hmm. I don't ever get invited to the family gatherings <laughs> anymore. I don't. I don't ever get invited. I'm like, oh. It's Christmas, thanks. You guys are, oh, thanks for the invite, you know? <laughs> oh, my God, that's funny. Has anyone ever, like, hated on you and tried to ruin your career? Like, try to get you, to, what is it called when you get kicked out of the military? Oh, um, discharge. Dishonorable discharge, yeah. Uh, honestly, no. Um, not, like, officially, but there was, like, like I said, like, when I had first started and, like, everything was kind of blowing up, there was talk here and there of saying, like, Oh, you can't do this. You can't. You can't do this or that. And I'm like, dog, you got motherfuckers selling coke in your fucking bathroom. <laughs> like, you think like me shaking my ass is that big of a problem? Like, it's really not, dog. Like, seriously, yeah. there's so much <laughs> shit that goes on behind closed doors in the military yeah. that just they can't do shit. They really it's can't. Everywhere, it's, yeah. you know, like I and, and the government like had said before, if they were to, because there's nothing, and because you know, all military goes by UCMJ, right. There is nothing in the UCMJ that says that I cannot shake my ass for some cash. Exactly. You know what I'm, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There is nothing in there. Yeah, the First Amendment protects you, okay? <laughs> Whatever the fuck you want when you're not in the And uniform. so if there were to ever be somebody, and my mom had straight up said this and came in, you know, when I was getting a lot of hate and shit on, my mom had actually come in and pulled her little chief card and was like, y'all are not going to talk to my daughter like this, whatever the fuck. Because there's a, a difference between being professional right. and then, right, like just sitting there slandering your sailor, which yeah. you're not allowed to do. That's not the shit I signed up for, please. You know what I'm saying? Military's supposed to be about camaraderie. For sure, exactly. I think there's more camaraderie in sex work than I there is in the there military, is right? Shit, dog. In the locker room, there's way more. Yes. Um, and so, um, yeah, she had told me, you know, if anybody were to ever dishonor- dishonorably discharge me, it would be a 
whole fucking shit. Awesome. Yeah, God. absolutely. I want them to so I can get that fucking money, honestly. <laughs> Girl, you got your own. You got your own. You don't need that. You got your own. So you've been speaking about money. You've been so transparent on social media about the money that you make dancing. Like, why did you choose to share that part of your life to the whole world? Like, that's what I'm scared of. Mm-hmm. I'm like... Even my little six property thing brought yeah. haters. I'm like, wow, you, you know, know, I didn't even flash anything. Uh, at first, I I did it, you know, because I'm, I'm really proud of myself. Yeah. And I just, I never, you know, a lot of people that have known me for a while have known that, like, just, you know, my entire person has just changed. Dog. Like, me in too. maybe, like, three years or something, I was me just too. a completely different person back then and I'm so proud of myself just because I genuinely like for myself I thought that I had hit rock bottom and I think that I did and I thought that there was like no fucking better but that's what life for me yeah that's what molded you to what you are today and you're going to continue to evolve I think over the past three years like I literally have evolved into a completely different person Mm -hmm. the person I was three years ago I am not today and I look back at that person like wow and I was only what 33 Mm -hmm. 32 but like at the same time it's been the trials and tribulations that I've gone through mm-hmm. that have molded me to who I am and, today. And I'm very, like, thankful that all that shit happened because I exactly. feel like if it didn't happen, I really, like, would probably still be in some fucked up situation, you know? Like, I feel like tough learners. Yes. Like, when you have to learn the hard way, then you really get it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, um, but I, I feel like I... I do like posting it because, you know, regardless of the haters and shit, like I said, they're not paying my bills. Like, exactly. I like... I just feel really proud of myself that I want to show it you know and there were there were like there are like some like worries you know like I know bitches be like looking at my videos and then you know I'll be making a bag or some shit but I'm not really scared of like people trying to steal from me or like you know what I'm saying like I've heard horror stories at the club but I mean I've been dancing for 12 years it's never happened to me I've never had anything stolen from me Mm -hmm. so I I don't know I I know people are haters now and the economy's kind of bad right now like Dancing for me at the moment, and I'm sure for you too, hasn't been as good as it's been the past few months, mm-hmm. you know, or the yeah. past year. Or you've been dancing a year and a half, so yeah. you probably felt it a year ago, and you're making a rack a day no matter what, mm-hmm. right? But, <clears throat> yeah. I think I think your TikTok videos are great. Oh, thank you. Uh, I think you should just keep flashing <laughs> it. You know, you're yeah. really proud of yourself. Thank I'm you. proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> How many people have contacted you and asked you how to get started in stripping after seeing your earnings? Oh my god, so many. So many. Every <laughs> single time I have a, a, I post a new video, my DMs are flooded and, and I feel really bad because, you know, like I try to get back to a lot of them. Yeah, but me personally, hard. I'm not even on my social media that much. Yeah. I'm not. Like I'll, I'll post, I'll look at like, I don't know, some shit. I try super hard to post all the time, but it just doesn't work out like that because I'm really busy. Um, but I get so many people, you know, asking and asking for tips and shit even in the club like i'll have some girls like asking me like hey like i need some tips on hustling and i'm not one of those Aww. bitches that's not gonna be like no free yeah. game like shut the fuck up girl like yeah. everybody's just trying to eat out here you know what i'm that's, saying like that's kind of why i started the podcast because i'm like there's so many things like i was telling you about yeah. the money thing you know there's so many things that i wish people would have told me when i started dancing mm-hmm. i would have been probably 10 times further than i am right now in yeah. life and that's part of the reason why I started this for the baby strippers. People yeah. that have questions kind of open their eyes and their minds. And but good for you that you give them advice. Yeah, of good course. And I literally, like, I, I feel like I'm one of the really nice girls in the club. Yeah. Just because, like, I don't, like, what am I going to sit here and be salty for? Yeah. Like, if you need help, girl, like, I wish Let's I had go. people to. I had, I was thankful I had a friend that started dancing with me and she was a stripper before me. So, so when she, she was like my whole, like, a hand to hold, you know what I'm saying? And 
she gave me a run-up of you know how to do this and this and this she's not spiteful at all looking at me and how how good yeah. i'm doing in this you know what i'm saying and and so like why would i i don't know i just i wouldn't want anybody else to fall in those little holes that the industry has right. you know and do good because I know I know sometimes this industry can tear bitches down. It can I, tear it can tear people down like crazy. And every time I see a baby stripper come through mm -hmm. and like they're telling me oh, I'm scared, it's my first night. I tell them stay away from the drugs, mm -hmm. stay away from the alcohol because you'll see your money go. Yeah. And they just kind of look at me like, huh? I'm like, you'll understand in a couple months. Yeah. Stay away from the drugs. Stay away from the alcohol. Just be here to do your job and go home. Mm -hmm. Like work, work, bitch, work. Yeah. <laughs> How long did it take you before you started earning over a thousand a night consistently? Honestly, um, not. Mm, I lied. I wouldn't. I would say maybe like a couple months into it because I started learning. But I also started dancing. I didn't start dancing in Las Vegas. I started dancing in Texas, and it was in El Paso. Oh wow! So yeah, was so that even good? It was. It was no. It not it's compared not to Vegas. compared to Vegas. So that's why I'm like <laughs> I'm thinking of like the different places. Yeah. You can't consistently make a thousand a night, but I know like it was my first month dancing. Okay. So you know, five hundred was maybe like an average, and then a really good right. night was like a, a thousand or a little bit over. But a thousand. back then, that was a lot of money. Us yeah, when we first started dancing, and so going up to that, you know, and it wouldn't be too too much that I would constantly hit a thousand, right. but it was definitely more than my waitress pay. And then I went to Florida to start dancing, and I was dancing at eleven, and that's when I started seeing that shit go up. And I was yeah. like, oh, I'm never going back to El Paso. <laughs> eleven is really good. Eleven is really good. It's just really hectic, like yeah. really hectic. Like I, I had a, <laughs> I had a really bad drinking problem at eleven. And um, that's when I had kind of fell into the little holes of like the alcoholic right. shit that comes with the club. And I had noticed I had stopped for a little bit because I was like, damn, like there's so much money to make in here. But it's so hectic that like you'll literally get caught up in the party if you don't focus. A lot of girls do. And that's why I say stay away from the drugs. And this is for the baby strippers. Mm -hmm. And you're hearing it from Jaden as well. Yeah. Go to work. If you're going to drink, make sure it's because you're in the VIP. You mm -hmm. don't have to drive for a while. You know you've made your money for the night, and you could party with the group that you're in. If you know you haven't made your money, and you're getting dance after dance after dance, have fake drinks. Yeah. Let them get drunk so you can take advantage of them, and then join the party mm -hmm. when you're ready. But the drinking and driving, the drugs, the getting mixed up in the party, mm -hmm. and the party life, and not, not dancing anymore, it's so common. Yeah. You see the girls that just sit at the bar, and they're talking to regulars drinking, and I'm like... Bitch, you paid $200 to be here I tonight. Know. Like, what a waste. Almost that customer's yeah. handing you money, but and a lot it's very of times, like, I'll, I'll, if I get a little too lit, like, I, everybody knows, like, like, a bunch of the hosts and shit, they know, like, when my regulars come and I get a little too lit, I've already made my back. So, like, if yeah, you ever see me and I'm lit as fuck, just want me to shit somebody. That's me, too. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm like, if yeah. I know I made my goal or above, then I'm, I'm getting crunk. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting lit, <laughs> Same. Um, what are some things that uh, people say to you when they see these big stacks of cash and they don't understand about the work that goes into having a night like that? A lot of people just think it's easy. They oh. just get handed. Yeah, no, I mean, shit. It was nice, <laughs> but you do have to work for it. And honestly... Um, a lot of rejection. A lot of rejection, for sure. And me personally, I don't like rejection. Did I don't you? like the word no. The word no pisses me off. Like so I learned this. I learned about rejection because I did a lot of research on what we do to master it 
And um, I learned about the trauma of rejection. And they say that our minds can only take so much rejection mm -hmm. until it's trauma. Yeah. And so dealing with that rejection every day, walking around with Aiden Teals, comparing yourself to everybody else that's making Mom, money. Are we traumatized? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Sex work is not easy. It's not at all. No. And honestly, it's like, fun. I mean, I love it. But it's, it's not easy. A lot of people get it mixed up. They say it's the easy money. It's fast money, fast but it's money. not easy at all. I think this is definitely, not even I think, like this is definitely one of the hardest jobs I've had. And it always will be. And I, it definitely did change me forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I know I've only been in here for like not as long as a lot of other girls have, but I know they think the same thing. You know what I'm saying? And it's it makes me so sad when I see girls really excited to be a stripper you know and as you should you know what i'm saying you should be excited because it's becoming like popular now yeah. to become a stripper but and it's it's, it's not like that because <laughs> you're you're gonna like fuck yourself up and granted like i'm fine with that because yeah. i chose to be financially set you know what i'm saying at a young financial age freedom. financial yeah, freedom over financial over freedom. that but it is definitely a fucking mind game and oh, it's yeah. so easy to let the game have a whole like a chokehold on you, honestly. Yeah. That's a mindset but that's for something, sure. Yeah, that's something I feel really strongly about, though, because I I never plan on being a stripper ever. Of like, course, yeah. I don't think all of us have a story. Yeah, and and when I yeah, see like younger girls and shit that haven't even graduated, being like, oh, I, this is my goal, and I'm like, baby, no, not <laughs> your goal. Like your goal should be like take your first hundred grand, go put it down on a house, yeah, you know, pay like, your taxes. Like, <laughs> You know, whatever, worst comes to worst. Not even worst comes to worst, but, like, if, if it happens, it happens. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like um, there's so many other ways to hustle and shit without traumatizing yourself. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Taking the closet. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but, I mean, I love it's it. It's such a, it, Not at all. And I have shit. I've, I brought in some old friends, you know, that were that wanted my help and shit and I'm like okay I'll do what my friend did to you and you know I'll be your little helping yeah. hand and a couple days in and they were like I'm sorry this isn't for me and I'm like yeah. baby it's okay you don't gotta apologize you know what I'm saying like it really isn't for everybody though and right. you know granted like if you if it is something you want to do go for it jump in it you know what I'm saying see how you like it but it's not for everybody so I feel like honestly like if don't force yourself to be there if you don't want to because it, that's that's not really fuck you up you know what I'm saying like yeah. Yeah, but I like it. <laughs> I like <laughs> I it. One thing I've learned, like, I kind of miss sitting behind the desk Monday to Friday, 8 mm -hmm. to 5. And the only reason why is because I get to clock out and go home and not have to worry about anything and have my weekends free. Mm -hmm. But when you're in this industry, you're constantly working on the weekends. If you don't work on the weekends, you're not making money. Yeah. You know, it's very rare that you are going to make money during the weekdays unless there's a convention in town. Mm -hmm. But um, it, I've learned... At 36, I've learned to really do what you love. Love what you do, and then the money will just flow to you. Mm -hmm. Because I love what I do. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't trade the porn or the dancing for anything. Yeah. Or, or owning the businesses. Like, this is me. I found me mm -hmm. through what I'm doing and my passion, and I fucking love it. Yeah. And the money just pours in. Yeah. I love it's, it. It's, it makes it, what you love. Yeah, it makes it really, really worthwhile, honestly. Yeah. So if you're, if you're a baby dancer and you hate it, the money is not going to come. Yeah. You'll never love it. If you just started dancing and you love it, keep going. Yeah. The money will come. Just stay away from the drugs and the alcohol and the partying. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, even on the days that, like, I'll, I'll go into work and I'm like, mm, I'm not feeling it. I'll leave. You'll make my, yeah. You'll leave. I'll leave. Like, but if I'm, like, really not feeling it, so, like, my anxiety's up. Or, yeah. Like, I just don't want to fucking work. You know, a lot of us have anxiety when I we really go to work. anxiety. I used to eat and a lot I, before I go to work. I wouldn't eat all day. And then I'd, like, binge before I go to work. Serious? Yes. I was married for, like, four years, right? And my husband would be like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm just nervous. I'm, like, nervous eating anxiety. And I, like, I get Starbucks on the way to work and I'm like what the fuck is wrong with me this is like 2,000 calories right now I better go burn this shit off and I'll get to work <laughs> yeah uh, major anxiety before I go to work to this day I have, I have really bad anxiety yeah everybody has I've, I've always had really bad anxiety so I feel like in the club it just like came up it a little bit more it. and that's why I don't like like dealing with customers that are like cooked out or something oh me neither I'll I can't. feel it I'll feel their yes. energy and I don't like it like it's too it's much it's that you say that I'm the same way yeah, they'll put me on groups sometimes and I'll be talking to the guys and I'm like they are completely cooked out of their yeah. mind and I'm not dealing with this mm-hmm. because their personality switches and they don't even see it mm-hmm. and it's too much to deal with I can't deal with it yeah. same thing I'll, I'll walk away and I'll tell the host like I won't tell them why because I don't want them to think I'm not judging them I just yeah. don't want to deal with it you know and I'm like oh they're just not my type mm-hmm. or I'm not their type I'll just walk away yeah that's cool so we think we think alike mm-hmm. like I think all of us strippers like go through the same thing mentally for sure shit Definitely. at one point I feel like we've all had like the same experience honestly well because you know a lot of us have anxiety I was just talking to some of the girls in the locker room about anxiety on the way to work mm-hmm. and I was telling them yeah I freaking stopped by Starbucks and got a frappuccino <laughs> when I'm hating myself right now for drinking it you know but it's anxiety and they're like yeah we do the same thing yeah it's very very common so you've been transparent about the quote unquote work you've done um have done to your face and body you don't shy away from showing how to treat yourself with fillers and even documented your butt implant surgery for tiktok do you think it's important that women in this line of work are transparent about things like plastic surgery um i believe so yeah i i think so i think it's super especially in our industry it's so common and almost every woman has some type of modification you know what i'm saying i always say i'm plastic from head to toe oh, i'm like keep the plastic in the body <laughs> not in the ocean my my mom always says she's like i made you from scratch i'm like can you say that now i'm like can you really <laughs> say, say that, that now, now? <laughs> and people look at pictures of me from like back then now and they're like that doesn't even look like you i'm like good no, seriously <laughs> yeah. i look oh my god i look at myself in like high school and i'm like i'm literally just like I, and it wasn't even that i was bad but it's not what i wanted to look like yeah. and i literally like oh my god i told my mom i was like if i ever blow up blow up you better get rid of all those fucking pictures off your facebook Girl, i don't want nobody I know my pictures are somewhere and i know eventually they're gonna say <laughs> I know. this but i'm like well fuck it and i, I swear to god if that shit surfaces i'm gonna get canceled like <laughs> I don't want that so i am gonna tell my listeners <laughs> and you i used to weigh 234 pounds did you yes so i have my son i got pregnant at 16 and nobody told me to eat healthy mm-hmm. everybody just said oh you're eating for two let me tell you what i craved every day what? chinese food and confetti birthday cake, Pillsbury confetti cake. Every day? Every day. <laughs> and let me tell you, would I eat a cake? Oh yes, I would eat a whole cake a day. It was bad, it was bad, but I blew up. Um, and then, I don't know, I just started finding more of myself and what I wanted to look like and started making the money to do so. Mm-hmm. But the biggest fear that I have is like, I don't want girls ever looking at me saying, oh, I want to look like that. I, I wasn't born this way. I, I wasn't know. born this way. And it's been a lot of money and I'm not even done yet. Yeah. But I don't ever want anybody to compare themselves to me or any other girls in the industry and be like, why can't I look like that? Mm-hmm. You know, if I look like that, I can make money like that. And I, yeah, that's true. 
But and I feel like be comfortable with who you are too, sure. because we're all beautiful. All of us are. Mm-hmm. There's expectations of us being in sex work and being a porn star. Like you might see porn stars with huge tits, and you wonder why. The reason why is because that's the demand. Yeah. Why do they have huge fake asses? The reason why is because that's mm-hmm. the demand. And yeah. I have implants too. I didn't know you had implants. Yeah, but I have implants. People are always like, "Damn, your ass is so big," or "Your ass is uh-huh. nice," and I'm like. Yes, it's very painful too. That, yeah. I can't do side planks. Oh, I can't do this. I can't no. do that. <laughs> oh my god, when I first got it, it was like fucking cement and yes. I could not lay on my back. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but, I feel the same way. But to be honest, like that's that's one of the main reasons that I'm so upfront about all the work that I've had done and I'm very mm-hmm. shit, you know, like it anybody that's known me for a long time, I've always been a little insecure and you know what I'm saying? Yes, so am I. And yeah. when I, I, I had always talked about, oh, I want to fix my nose. Yeah. I, I was flat as fuck before I got my, my me boobs. Me too. You know, I'm literally <laughs> straight nipple. Like it was, yeah. there was nothing there. And so when I had started posting about it, you know, all these people that had once known me and shit, they were like, you know, I'm really proud of you or whatever, you know, you're doing all this shit. But even for the people on TikTok that, you know, for the, there's so many gorgeous ass girls that yeah. fucking follow me yeah. and it's it's comments that that are like oh, i wish i looked like you or if i looked like you he would want me like cut Aww. that shit out because the baddies the amount of baddies that follow me yeah. every bitch on there is so bad and about their bad that they don't need to tell somebody that's gotten a lot of work i don't even look like me you yeah. know what i'm saying and that's like, right this isn't even me we own it we're plastic yeah. from head to toe <laughs> yeah. and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm, i'll continue to be upfront about it because when i was younger you know and i feel like what made you know i had these unrealistic standards to look up to and yeah. nobody was upfront about it and so right. i'm sitting there thinking that i look weird and I look odd for having an ethnic nose or yeah. for not having tan enough skin right. or big enough boobs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had all this stuff to compare myself to when I was fucking 12. And it gave me the biggest, probably, I don't want to sound like I'm fucking like weird or anything, but it gives you like mental problems. Oh, you know absolutely. what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's where my body dysmorphia started. And yeah. I actually used to model and I was really, really skinny. They would tell me you're not skinny enough I when know, I'm yeah. 95 pounds at five seven. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And um, I dealt with that with the porn. Yeah, you know, like oh my god, you gained weight, or oh my god, you don't look the same size as you were in this video. I'm like motherfucker, I've got hormones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, I gain weight. I lose yeah. weight. I'm Sometimes human. People blow shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's such natural stuff that was so frowned upon, and I feel like that's where it all started. And I just want you know for whoever looks up to me or whatever you know i know that there's a lot of younger people um you know probably around like my sister's age and shit and i i just want them to know that like this you can have it if that's what you truly want but like there's no need to change yourself for someone who isn't even i don't know i I don't want to say real but like their features Mm -hmm. aren't are bought you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so i try to keep it up front i feel bad for like the generation growing up because they have, I mean, now that everything's on social media, they see us, mm-hmm. which are, you know, we're plastic from head to toe. We starve ourselves sometimes, yeah. you know, we work out too much. Like, it's just part of the industry that we're in and it's the demand that we're in. And I just, I feel bad for them because I don't want them to look at us and be like, why can't I look like that? Yeah. Or why can't I do this or do that? So I see what you're yeah. saying. And that's kind of why, you know, I got the podcast mm-hmm. too. Like, it's just transparency. Mm-hmm. It's all transparency. Love it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm losing my voice. <laughs> I always get a lot of questions like, why would you change that? You're so beautiful already and things like that. Have you had similar reactions? And if so, how, how have you dealt with them? All the time. I, 
I never, like I said, I used to always be insecure as fuck. And um, my biggest thing was my nose. And before, you know, I would always get, like, yeah, you know, I would always get like, oh my God, like you don't need to change that. You don't need to change yeah. that. And especially a lot of it came from my family, not my of mom course. or anything, yeah. but like even like my grandparents or whatever they, I love them. I, I do. But there's just always comments like, I remember when I started getting lip filler, it was just unnecessary. And it looks so beautiful, but they look natural. It doesn't look fake. And um, and that's what I think a lot about my work. You know, like we pay a lot of money for our work to look good. You know, not a lot of people even know I have my ass done. Yeah. Um, And you know, when I just started getting all of this shit, it was just like, oh, you don't need to change that, Miha. Like you're you're already so beautiful, and I'm like, but you want to feel beautiful. Yeah, Yeah, and that's that's what is. You know what I'm saying? That like shit. Like my very first surgery was my boobs, and I remember <laughs> when I had gotten them done. I used I used the money that I uh, saved up from boot camp, and Aww. I and yeah, because you you get paid yes. like a lot more money in boot camp, right? So when I got out, my mom was like, "Oh, what's the first thing you're gonna buy?" I was like, some titties. <laughs> "Boobs." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "I got me some titties," <laughs> and so I went, and it was like the confidence boost that I had. Yeah. It was like something I had never experienced before. I tell all women like. You know how some couples will come into work to our work and they'll be like, "Oh, my wife's thinking about getting a boob job." Does that ever happen to you? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, and they're like, "Can we fill them? What size are they? What what's the CCs?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And I always tell the man, I always say, "You know, getting my breast implants was the best decision I ever made, and that's what started." So the last episode cut out, so we're gonna pick up where we left off at, where we have couples that come into the club and they're like, my my wife wants to get a boob job, and they start filling our boobs, mm-hmm. wondering what the CCs are and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, do you get that a lot? And I how do. How do you deal with it? I I mean I don't mind honestly. Yeah. Like shit. I don't either. Yeah. You and I are both transparent. Yeah. Like, oh, whatever. I'm very like okay, like I'm very upfront. A lot of times, you know, when they're like, oh my god, can can I feel your butt or whatever? Yeah. I'm like, okay, right, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> give a slap while you're at it, you know. I'm I'm very open about it. Um, I like it, you know. Same, same. I'm still losing my voice. <laughs> um, I don't think many people realize how much pressure and insecurities we face around our bodies in this job. What has your experience been um, with stuff like that? Because um, I know, like you were saying, your family says you don't need to get that mm-hmm. nose job or you don't need to get that. And now I think like I've just gotten not so much work done, but I've gotten many procedures yeah. that like I feel like my mom doesn't even say anything she's just like I already know you're gonna do it so like I'm not so, gonna say anything but she does will say like if I'm having because I think that this job has made me it's hard it's hard to put it into words I'm not insecure oh my god I say the same but thing but I'm I have I'm like I say just body oh, dysmorphia because yeah. I'm very secure with who I am mm-hmm. I don't get jealous of other girls I would love to be in an open relationship yeah. you know like I I don't think I have a jealous bone in my body or I ever feel like somebody's going to do something better for me. Yeah. I think my heart smiles when I see people succeed. Like, it really makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And But at the same token, I have body dysmorphia about my body. I am so insecure about so many things. Mm-hmm. And I think I told this before, but I'm going to Turkey for my fourth yeah. nose job. My fourth and my last. But you? it's a big risk that I'm taking. But like, like my nose is my biggest insecurity. And after three surgeries, I'm just like, they botched the last one yeah. big time. But after three surgeries, I'm, like, really unsatisfied. And it's just me. It don't make me happy. I'm doing what's no. making me happy. <laughs> you, put, you put it into, like, perfect words, honestly. Yeah. You know? Like, I feel like I had just always had this... You're confident with who you are. Yeah. Very. But there's, like, times that, like, I'll wake up one day and I'll feel like the baddest bitch on the planet. Yeah. 
And then like the next day, I'll just pick at everything. It's so fucking exhausting because it happens all the time. Yeah, me too. And I'll have times that I'm just like, I, I even had like fucking like a couple weeks ago, I, I went on this rant that I wanted to get some ribs removed type shit. Like, oh my God, it, girl, I've been there. It gets to the point, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's and I'm like, yeah, we, we yeah, all have it. And it's, Everybody it's so fucking industry. exhausting. I hate it. I hate Don't it be yourself. You're absolutely gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Do not pick yourself up. <laughs> And more surgeries will come in time. Yeah. Like me, you're going to need a facelift. You're going to need an eyelids. You know what I mean? All that shit will come, but you're beautiful yeah, the way you are right yeah. now. Absolutely gorgeous. Any other procedures you're eyeing in the future? The rib removal. I was thinking about honestly, that, but I've looked at before and afters, and I don't see much of a difference. No, Do you? Honestly, I've, I've seen a difference when multiple ribs. So like, but I feel like I wouldn't want to do that because what happens like if I fucking get kicked or something? You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, like, there's nothing to protect. It's very dangerous. I have looked at the dangers yeah. of it. It is dangerous. And honestly, it's one of those procedures that like, it's because some people are just built different, right? Yes. And I've always wanted that whole like curvy, like right. super but super cinched ass way. Bias from a few bitch. I mean, like, I know. I've been looking at myself and I'm like, I feel like a fucking door right now. Like, no, cur- <laughs> swear to God, and it's so exhausting. Oh no, this is so <laughs> getting a BBL coming up right in Florida. Uh-huh. And that's kind of why I've gained a little bit of weight. But everybody's like, what are they going to take? What fat mm-hmm. are they going to take? I'm like, dude, I was like 20 pounds lighter a few months ago. I know that there's fat to yeah. take, you know? But to them, I think a lot of people think of BBL, you have to be like morbidly obese. Yeah. No. <laughs> but yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. You, but... you don't look like a door. <laughs> you're absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> but I do get what you're saying. I'm there. But I am really excited um, to get my teeth done in a couple You'll weeks. You'll love that too. I'm That's very excited. I, I smile all the time. Yeah. Like when I talk, I smile. When I'm nervous, I smile. Yeah. I just smile all the time. And I feel like there's nothing wrong with my teeth. Um, I just feel like they're little and it would just look like uh open my face up a you're little gonna more. love it yeah that's really that and my boobs are the two surgeries that i'm like i will never regret and the two that i really think that everybody should get mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my confidence when i got my butt girl yeah i just wanted to shake that shit everywhere <laughs> it's beautiful you have oh, a great thanks. ass so yes <laughs> What are some common procedures you're noticing lots of girls are doing recently? Like, what do you think is the trend right now? I think it's a Definitely lift. a what? Lip lift. Really? Yeah. I uh, I feel like, okay, I feel like the BBL was, like, it's not as poppin'. But I still see so many girls getting their shit done. But I feel like veneers right now. And oh, I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah, veneers. Like, people getting their teeth done, for sure. Um, That's such a good investment. Yeah. I don't regret mine at all. Really? Not at all. Yeah. Oh my god, the best thing I ever did. And then like I was told, you know, oh, you're a tooth might crack, and you know, I'm like, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> put a new one on there. Yeah. It's beautiful. Stick <laughs> that bitch in. I know. When you ask me, you're like, are they breaking? Are they? No. no. Who cares? Because look at how good they look. They what are you gonna do? Up. Go replace one tooth? So about no. a couple grand. Go to work for one night. Yeah. <laughs> Let me have my regular. Yeah. <laughs> I know you love tattoos like me. You and I are both tatted. You have way more than I do, I think. Um, it's interesting that in both of your jobs, people tend to be surprised with how many tattoos you have or think that it may interfere with your ability in some way. What have you noticed the reactions about your tattoos being like in those two different areas of your life? So being in the Navy and then being a stripper. How do you, you know, feel like the reaction is? In the strip club, they love it. I love it. I love talking about my tattoos, especially like in lingerie. You can see every yes. single one. Um, I, I feel like it gives some, like the, the customer something to look at, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and it's a really good conversation starter, actually. Like there's been so many times that like 
I'll be in the VIP rooms and shit, and I have so many tattoos, and they want to know about every single <laughs> You're one. You're like, I'm that, charging by the hour, know, so I'm let's go. Shit. I'm all, which other ones can I find? You know what I'm saying? And they just love them, and they want to hear about all of them. So I think they're such good conversation starters mm-hmm. and super sexy. I think that tatted people look better naked, honestly. Super good. And the navy, though, um, navy is really... Um, Lean in about tattoos, right? Yeah, Navy is extremely notorious for having super tatted people, and actually, like, we have the most lenient tattoo policy, which is why I have my hand tatted and like tattoos on my neck and shit. What does your hand say? Oh, so it's a seven sin, so it's Ralph Sloth, um, greed, pride, gluttony, lust, and envy, and then I have sanity right here because when you're tempted with all the seven sins, you have to keep your sanity. I love it. Um. Do you have any tattoos that you regret that you're like, that was so stupid? There's so many. Oh my God, I have one on my thigh. It says, okay, you ready? (laughs) It says, if you never get lost, you never get found. And people are asking me like, what does that mean? I said, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I'm still lost. I'm still fucking lost. I don't fucking know. One day I'll cover it up and not sure with what. That's the most embarrassing one I have. And it's so big. (laughs) The worst. Like, I've never been found dog. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I am still lost. Honestly, I ha- I've been getting tatted. I got my first tattoo when I had just turned 16. And I thought, even I'm, I'm actually going to laser my hand probably and put something else there. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, s- certain shit, I let stupid ass people tattoo me, honestly. But um, same thing with my thighs. I've gotten, like, three cover ups already. Like, total, like, my arm, the sleeve was a cover up. This is somebody's name right here. Um, I'm getting a cover Oh yeah, for all the um, baby strippers, don't ever get a guy's name tattooed on you. Don't. Please don't. Oh my god. I've done it too. I don't <laughs> care if you think you're gonna fucking die together. It's you're not, not gonna happen. Please, you're not. <laughs> Let it go. Everything ends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just, oh god. I think the only person's name I would tattoo on, on me is my mom. Like I just, yeah. oh my god, it was so funny. I just have to tell this quick story. Um, my ex-boyfriend from like three years ago, uh, the one that put me through a bunch of shit, he was in jail, right? And I had went through his phone while he was in jail and obviously, you know, surprising me like he was cheating on me. So I was like, I wanna break up, I wanna break up, whatever. And he was like, will you please come visit me one more time, like in visitation? I was like, okay, like just to talk, right? But he knew that you already knew at this point. Mm-hmm, Cause okay. we had a phone call and I was like, I'm not fucking with this shit no more, whatever. So I show up to visitation. He's like, you wanna see what I got? This motherfucker tattooed my my entire first name, biggest fuck, on his entire arm. I let a laugh to hang up the phone and I, walked away. Well, no, and then that was the last time I ever saw him. <laughs> You're like, was that supposed to keep me with you? Don't well, yeah, and I had seen, I was like, did you get a stick and poke in here? And I was nice tattoo on my arm. Um, That's crazy. Like, yeah, That's like, so sweet. He's like, I just, I just want to show you that I love you. And I was like, oh. okay. And um, yeah, and then that was that. <laughs> this is why I believe in open relationships and like not going through the people's phones, no toxicity. Yeah, no. it's just stupid. It's like if you're gonna be with somebody else, go be with them. That's fine. Yeah. Tell me about it later. Yeah. You know, that's how I am. Yeah. Yeah. Break it home. And if you don't like it, then obviously it's not for you. Type shit. But shit, like I've always been like very big on honesty. Yeah. If you wanna go fuck somebody else, go go fuck them. Like granted, I'm not gonna be here, but be honest about it rather than you finding that shit out later. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. Like as I've grown up. Like, okay, so my last marriage ended really bad, and there was a lot of, it was a lot of, to- it was very toxic. Mm. Sorry, I'm losing my voice. Mm. <clears throat> it was very toxic, but I didn't realize it was toxic till I was out of it and went through therapy and counseling and stuff, because 
he would get mad at me because I wouldn't go through his phone. I wouldn't get jealous. And he would be like, you don't love me. And I'm like, no, really, I do love you. Like, I just want to see you happy. Yeah. And I just realized now I've been divorced for three years. But I think if I ever did have a relationship again, which I don't think I will, I really enjoy being single. I was single before I met him, and I told him I didn't want a relationship when I met him. I kid you not. Yeah. But, like, I love being single. But if I was ever in a relationship again... It would, we would have to have an open relationship. We'd have to be slingers because, well, number one, I'm a porn star. Yeah. But two, it's like, I I think it's called a cuckold. That's what I think it's called. But like when you like to see your man get pleased, right? <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. That's definitely me. Like, I love seeing my man being pleased. And if you're going to bring a 10 home, please bring a home, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I don't have a jealous bone in my body and I hate that toxic bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, and that's another thing I've learned from sex working like that. Confidence, we were talking mm-hmm. about. Definitely. Yeah. All that has to do with it. But. I feel like that has helped me too. Because yeah. before, bitch, I used to be crazy. Crazy, crazy. And but I now never you acted would, like that. Yeah. You'd and probably now, never be jealous of another girl. You'd be like, okay, go with her if that's what you want. Yeah. Bye. And yeah. That's, that's why I'm very, like, granted, I, I probably, like, if I, if somebody, if I feel like somebody's mine and type shit, personal, personal preference, I would personally want to be the only one that they're, you know, with. Yeah. But I'm very, I'm very, like, I have nonchalant about all that crazy shit i don't ever want to be that crazy ever again and honestly, i think we've all been there yeah we've all been there and i and i know like and the guys that are listening to this you know what i'm talking about yeah. and the girls that are listening to this you know you've been the crazy ones too <laughs> and i just i i don't think i could do it like honestly like if you're if you're not feeling it no more okay let me probably know. be a little sad yeah. this it's so much can we be easier. friends yeah, yeah like yeah. it's just so much easier shit you want some fuck on the side type shit you know yeah. what i'm saying like yeah. i'm cool with it but i hate liars i just despise liars they're so fucking annoying like what do you have to lie about why you know are you being shady saying? yeah exactly and it's hard to like i'm like the lowest threat you could ever have like why not just tell me what the exactly. fuck do you think i'm gonna do what do you think i'm gonna do yeah <laughs> what am i gonna do just tell me yeah i might cry a little whatever yeah. but goodbye it's fine. yeah i don't even think i'm there anymore like i, mm-hmm. I i'm cry. at this point in my life oh. where i'm just like I don't know, like, I just kind of roll with the flow. Like, yes. that sucks. You don't like me. Okay, I'm moving a, on. I'm a very big, like, shit happens. Yeah. Like, I say that shit all the time. I'm like, shit happens, dog. Like, I... That's been me the past yeah. three years. I'm just like, I'm just rolling with the flow. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Like, all right, shit. Let me go cry in my car. That's of, <laughs> yeah, that's part of our evolution that <laughs> yeah. I'm going through right now that you're going through. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> so, is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Anything you want to tell your your audience, your fans, your viewers? Honestly, I love y'all. <laughs> y'all make me so happy. I was just telling her, um, you know, like the little messages, you know, the few messages that I can read and like respond to and shit um, that I get in my DMs. I I love that, you know, there's so many people that open up to me about, you know, not even just dancing or military stuff but like issues that they've had like being in the military or issues that they've had like being a stripper and like all this stuff and I love like being able to maybe feel like I'm helping or even like a lot of the shit like y'all would be so surprised a lot of the shit that you message me like is the same shit I'm going through or probably have been through so yeah so it I'm sure like it even helps me, I'm not going to lie. Like, it helps me feel like I'm not so alone. And 
you know, like helping each other type stuff. And I actually like it. I love like And it could be somebody in a different country. Yeah. Somebody in a somebody, different state. Yeah. yeah. I'd met and some even really like cool friends. Going live and shit. I love talking to y'all. Oh my God, like, we should. Live one day. We should. Yes, honestly. I love I love talking to them. And I'll even like just go live like when I'm I have to go live tonight and do a sponsor for some lashes. Okay. And I just love sitting there talking to them and taking shots with them and <laughs> you know what I'm saying and just like vibing and listening to music and shit and granted you'll have the little haters like here and there oh, of course. but it's so funny because as soon as one hater pops up it's like 50 of those motherfuckers attack them and I'm like you go get them girl yeah. <laughs> but yeah I know you got your entourage that no. you haven't even met yet I got your back <laughs> but yeah no so Super so, excited. I'm super excited to do more of these. You obviously got into this lineup work at a young age. I mean, I had a whole government career before this until it clicked that I could make way more money and have control over my time and freedom. Mm-hmm. What advice do you have for the other girls that are in their late teens or early 20s and are considering stripping? Really consider it. Really know what you want from this. I feel like going into stripping, you need to have an end goal because if not, it's really, really easy to get lost in the sauce, you know? And... Um, you know, you won't be as smart with your money and get into a lot of trouble like that. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like if you're considering it, definitely be smart about it and take it serious, you know, but have fun with it. It's super cool if, you know, you let it, um, but definitely try really hard to stay away from the drugs and the alcohol. And, you know, there's a lot of little dark things that happen. A lot of pimps go into clubs. For sure. Say, oh my God. <laughs> Just stay away from the guys at the club. Don't yeah. date them. Yeah, please don't. Don't date them. Please don't. Um, yeah, no, but I hope like... Any- and don't ever let a man tell you that he can manage your money. Oh, girl. <laughs> oh my God. Please don't do that shit. I swear to God. We I see it all the time. Now. I don't know how many... I do, and it's so... Crazy There's I girls that like, look for pimps. Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen girls. I saw it on Facebook. I was like, are they crazy? I remember <laughs> I had I had talked to one girl. She was telling me about her pimp, and she was saying she was like, it's because he gets me everything. And I was like, baby, you can you get, get everything yourself. <laughs> I was like, you can get everything for yourself. What do you mean? And I didn't say that because I know to each their own type shit. And I'm, but I will never understand it. I and I've had it. one guy actually that he was he was a slick one. Normally I'm real good at pinpointing that shit. Yeah, on who's a pimp or not, right? But this dude, super slick with it. And he actually, like, didn't have me going. But he had me like, oh, okay, this guy's cool. Like, he's, yeah. you know, he's a vibe type oh, yeah. shit. And then I caught one thing he said, like, a week later. What did he say? He had said he was like, uh, what the fuck did he say? Uh, oh, he had, um, I think he had let the word girls slip. Like, my girls <laughs> slip. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like, hold up. I was like, wait a second. Your I was like, what girls? Do you mean? Yeah, I was like, what do you mean? Like your daughters? <laughs> and, I, and at first, because he was like, uh, yeah, I would just like pinpoint little things. And I had asked him finally, I was like, I need you to be honest, like for real. I was like, are you a pimp? He's like, well, that's not what I call it. And I got up, dog. And oh, I was God. like, what the fuck? I don't give a fuck like, what you call it. But he had even told me, he was like, um, we had started talking about money, right? And he had said that he owned like these businesses and shit. So I, if you want to talk business, I'm always going to talk about business. Right, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But it was just little things here and there. And then I finally asked him, I was like, okay, so what do these girls do for you? And he was like, well, you know, like they'll give me like a percentage or whatever. I was like, so you're a pimp. I was like, that's literally what a <laughs> pimp is. And he was like, well, no, because I take care of them. And he's oh, like, and I give them like, and he's like, and I give them like allowances and shit. And that's I'm like, pimp. why would I want an allowance of my own fucking yes. money? If I'm the one shaking my ass and sweating all fucking night, all that shit is mine. Every single dollar is mine. You got me fucked up if you think I will ever give, give a, a quarter to a guy. 
anyways, don't fuck with pimps. Like, for real. And Stay really, really get a fake number. Fill guys out before you give them your number. Because oh, yeah. I would say four times out of ten, it's probably a pimp. Mm-hmm. They're trying to recruit you. I have a really funny pimp story. So, yeah. So, when I first moved up here to Vegas, like, I heard about pimps, but I was dancing in San Diego. Yeah. I don't think I had ever met a pimp before that. You hear about this mm-hmm. stuff. But when you come to a big city like this, or Miami, or New York, they're everywhere. everywhere. They're ready for you. Yeah. Especially the new ones. The blood. new ones. Yeah. yeah. They're ready to they'll, they'll, they'll dig out baby strippers like crazy. Yeah. So, I was working a day shift at Rhino. This guy comes in. And he's flashing all this money to me, and he wants to go get um, a, a VIP room. And I'm acting like a like an idiot. It's, just, mm-hmm. it's a role that you play when you're there sometimes. I'm acting so stupid, and I'm like, yeah, let's go. And I charge him an arm and a leg. And he's like, I, I want to fly you back with me. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sounds good. you know. And he's mm-hmm. like, do you have kids? And I was like, yeah, I got kids. And I made up a story that I had like three kids. Yeah. And he's like, we'll bring them too. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, I'm going to take care of you. And I was like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to take care of you. And I was like, how are you going to do that? Now, I already know at this point he's a pimp, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to extend my time. Yeah. And I've never actually spent time with a pimp. I've never had somebody try to recruit me. Mm-hmm. So that was a first for me. And he goes, well, I'm going to send you to my friends. And he's like, you'll make money off of them. And then you come back home to me and I'll, and I'll give you a percentage. You break me off. He's like, I'm going to buy you a car. I'm going to buy you your first house. I'm going to buy your kids a home. I'm going to get them money. They'll never have to work. And I'm just looking at him. And I'm in my mind. I'm thinking, what a fucking idiot. Girls yeah. actually fall for this shit. Seriously. Seriously. And then I looked at him. And I was like, oh, that's great. And then I saw that he ran out of money, out of cash, you mm-hmm. know? And I was like, I ain't fucking going with you, dumbass. And I walked <laughs> out. I swear to God, that's exactly what I did. I took all my money and I walked out. We were there for probably three hours. Oh. Talking about him, how he's gonna take care of me. He really thought I was going to pack my shit and get on a plane with him that night. Then there's some girls that do. I know it was crazy. There was this one pimp that walked in, and I'm very, I'm very like headstrong. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm. You're a bitch. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. My, I grew up with my a single mom. Yeah. And I've seen all the shit she busted her ass yeah. to give us a decent life, and so now mm-hmm. it's my turn to bust my ass, right? <laughs> and I, I saw a pimp one time, and he was talking to the girl that he... It's Palominos. And... There's tons of pimps yes. there. Tons. And it was a girl chilling, like, right next to her or whatever. And he was like, yeah, this is my bitch. And I was like... I was like... <laughs> at first, I thought she was talking about his girlfriend. And I was like, yeah, I would never... Personally. Yeah. <laughs> personally, I wouldn't let that shit slide. Whatever. Uh, but okay. your boat. Yeah, but whatever. So I was talking to her. I was like, oh, so, like, you guys together... He's like, no, she's just my bitch. And with Sate, it was such, like, enthusiasm. And I was like, okay. And she was telling me, and she was just so happy to, like, oh, there's be ton- his little fucking, like, doormat. And I'm like, girls girl. And have the same pimp. Did you know that? Do they? That crazy horse, too. Yeah, there's, like, groups of girls, and they live together. And they come in together. They leave together. It's crazy. Why would you want that? I don't know. Oh, I and then they're so proud it. to be, I don't know what it's called, top or bottom bitch. What is it called? Oh, it's they're so yeah. fucking proud to be like, oh, I'm his top bitch or I'm his bottom bitch. What the fuck, bitch? Yeah. Like, I don't want to be anybody's bottom or yeah, top. Or what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my own top to bitch. Like, the fuck? Yeah, my own top bitch. I just yeah, personally, I can't, I can't fathom the idea of having to get an own, my own allowance out of my own money. I just want to be able to hand it down my money. Yeah. I supported my husband for the whole years that we were married. And granted, I loved it because he didn't have to go to work. Like, he didn't have to take a vacation to go travel with me through Europe, you know? Mm-hmm. Or he could just 
I was just like, babe, we're going on vacation. We're going camping for the weekend. And he didn't have to ask permission for time off. You know, we really yeah. lived our lives to the full. So it was so much fun. But I started to resent him towards the end mm. because I felt like he wasn't bringing his his to the table and I hated paying for everything. I was like, when do I get to get wine and dine? Yes. When, do I, when does a man ever get to take me shopping? But that still to this day has never happened. Mm. But I would never in my life hand another guy money or pay for our living situation like I would have to have somebody that meets me in the middle makes yeah. at least as much as I do mm-hmm. not trying to be a gold digger but at least no, make as much not as I do all. and shit I, I mean I can never have a pet that, that would I'm, drive me fucking yeah. crazy I'm, I'm not gonna I'm gonna be honest I'm a gold digger I'm not gonna lie <laughs> I'm not gonna lie <laughs> but I feel like that term is just used like some people try to use that as a really bad thing but, but I, I feel think like a lot of broke ass bitches that do not want to even work for mm-hmm. a dollar try to go after these men that have money yeah. and just think oh I'm gonna live off of him like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I don't even yeah. know if you call it gold digging. Yeah. I would, I just would not be with somebody that does not make as much as I do. For sure. Because I can't, I'm not going to hold the weight again. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. I'm sick of fucking paying for all the dinners. Yeah. I'm sick of paying for your wardrobe. I'm sick of paying for your new shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, your house. I'm sick of it. It's, it's like, it's just feels so nice. Like with everything that I've gotten, yeah. I've gotten myself, you know, I never grew up with designer shit. I bought all right. of it. I never grew up with fucking lavish ass cars. I bought it. Yeah. And I'm, and granted, I love it. And I love saying yeah. that I, I bought it. I, like this is mine, but shit, sometimes it feels good to be spoiled the same way I spoil myself. I've never been spoiling. I am 36. I've been in the industry for 12 years. And I think the most I've ever been spoiled is some guy took me to Victoria's Secret to go shopping during our annual sale. Bitch, I bought everything there. I still have half the stuff. I just went through away some stuff that still had tags on it because I didn't like the way it looked. But I'm like, I'm going to take this music to my advantage, you know? But that's the only time I've ever had a guy spoil me. But I I really don't have time. You know, I own two Mm. businesses. I'm a single mom. I can't just go out on a shopping spree with a guy. Now I can. But at the time, I wasn't able to. But... I, I could not give a pimp money. No fucking no, way. Yeah, no pimps. No, no pimps at all. So stay away from them. <laughs> Build your own empire. Seriously. Build your own empire. And you will love it 100 times more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What benefits have you seen from starting your career so early? You got started way earlier than I did. I actually started dancing at 19. No, 18. Did you? 18. And then I stopped when I got the job working for the government started again, stopped because they moved me to so many places. Mm -hmm. And I was always promised a raise or a promotion, you know? But it never was enough to cut the bills. Mm -hmm. Every single time it was like the cost of living kept rising. So no matter what raise they gave me, it still was not cutting, you know, the... Mm -hmm. I wasn't making ends meet to pay my bills. So I started dancing again and I've been doing it forever. But I, yeah, I... You started really young. I just turned 28. Um, and for me, honestly, I didn't think that I was that young just because I did start at like an 18 and older. Right. There was like all these little fresh little 18 year olds and right. shit. So I felt, I was like, fuck, I don't want to be like some old bitch up in here. Uh, <laughs> I used to say the same thing and look at me now. I'm like, as long as the money's still rolling exactly. in, I'm still getting up there. And it does. I swear to God. Um, I've had so many people send me away even now because I'm not old enough. So I know, really? like, I know the older women be still yeah, making their back I get, and shit. I get a lot of, like, my best clientele mm-hmm. is the old white rich men that yes. have, that own businesses because I own a business, you know, like, or I yeah, own two businesses, mm-hmm. but I can really relate to them as far as employees go. The headache of owning a business, mm-hmm. the time of just wanting to get away or just that zen time, you mm-hmm. know, and going out and spoiling yourself, mm-hmm. you know, like, I really can relate to these guys on that level. That's so that. for me, that's my best clientele. Yeah. They don't want the young ones. Mm-hmm. They want... 
And I feel like that's what really, like, I don't like when the younger girls try to knock the older women in there. I hate that. And I'm like, girl, these are the OGs. Put some respect on their fucking name. And we probably make more than Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And I'm like, dog. But vice versa also. At Hippo, I was working with this one girl. And very gorgeous girl. Super gorgeous. uh, Older woman. I think she's like uh, mid-30s maybe. And... We had gotten a couple together, right? And they both liked us. Granted, I had just gotten finished with like three hours in that in the last room, right? right. And I got immediately pulled in to <clears> another <throat> hour. So I was like, okay, good shit, good shit, right? And we're sitting there and you know, they ask how old I am, and I'm like, Oh, I'm 21. And then she says something, she's like, Oh, baby, you're so new to the game, or like, oh, you're just a baby, and I hate when bitches do that. Yeah. Especially in front of customers, I get it. But I know what the fuck I'm doing because, like, I, I hate comparing money. But girl, you just kind I of, like rolled off her shoulder. I know, and I, I, I and I did that. at first because at first I was like, no, girl, like no, and I kind of just said it like that, like no, girl, and then she kept saying it, and then kept saying it, and this bitch was drunk too, and I was like, girl, you're gonna get knocked out. Yeah, and I was like, girl, you need to shut the fuck up, like for real. Because obviously, like, I know what the fuck I'm doing, and I still walked out with twice as much as you. You know what I'm saying? So like, I get it, I get it, but just. I think age doesn't matter. If you got that fucking yeah. game and you're making your money, like... You just gotta be humble. Like, yeah. I love when the new girls come on. I love giving them advice, mm-hmm. you know? Because I just wish somebody would have told me yeah. instead of haters. I had nothing but haters when I started, you yeah. know? So, like, I wish somebody would have told me, do this or do that or do this. Mm-hmm. But you know what you're doing. You make money. Okay. You know what you're doing. <laughs> you know? And you're going to continue oh. to learn. I kid you not, every day I learn something. For sure. For every sure. Day. Yeah. Every day. Mm-hmm. And it's it could be... Even if it's a day that I don't make any money, if I'm sitting with a customer, I swear to God, I learn something new. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm in the back with the girls having a conversation, I learn something new. Yeah. You know, and the knowledge is power, and you're going to continue to evolve, mm-hmm. and you're going to continue to make more and more and more money. When I started making, I was making consistently 40000 a month. And okay. consistently. And I was like, this is pretty badass, yeah. but I can't dance forever, mm-hmm. right? So then I started building my little empire. I'm like, what am I going to fucking do with this money? I started building this little empire, and now, like... Girl, I freak out if I don't make one hundred and fifty thousand a month. Like freaking the fuck out, you know. But once you get to a certain point and you start learning, you're gonna build your. You're starting young and you're already doing really well for yourself. So you're gonna start building this empire where you don't have to dance anymore, mm-hmm. and you're gonna all this knowledge that you get from these customers, whether they're financial analysts, they're gonna tell you invest in this crypto, invest in mm-hmm. this. You have the jump change to do it. Yeah. Put five or ten thousand dollars into that. You never know what could happen from it. But this person telling you that that's spending twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars on you, mm-hmm. and at the club, listen to their advice. That's true. And that's what I'm saying. Take all this knowledge yeah. that you're getting from these people that have this kind of money. Mm-hmm. Use it to your advantage. Um, this this guy, um, such a good networker, and mm-hmm. just like the way he talks about business, because I've, mm-hmm. yeah. I've always because I've always dreamed of owning a business and shit. And a yeah. lot of our conversations are really deep and he's really keen on teaching me and I'm really excited about it because there's so much more you can grab yes. from this job and it's the clientele that yes. comes in there. Knowledge is power. Is, they're so smart and yes. they're so willing to like teach yeah. because they see how eager we are yes. to be successful. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I like it. I like it a lot. So no. You're doing the right thing. <laughs> continue to take that knowledge. Just continue to take it. Grow from it. Was there anything that was like shocking or that you had to learn that you weren't expecting when you started stripping? Um, I have a whole list of that yeah. shit. I can't even How start. creepy motherfuckers are. On the fetishes like, that I didn't even know about. <laughs> bitch. I had... Oh my God, oh my God, oh my What's God. The best one? Oh my God. So I have a recent one that um, I had a couple. Oh 
God, bitch. They had to pay me so much fucking money. Um, <laughs> I had a couple that got really fucked up in the VIP rooms, but it was a good night, right? Nice. So I was a little lit too. And um, they had a food fetish. And so they oh ordered all this food, I swear. So they had a food fetish. And they had, because you know how we get whipped cream in the things, right? Both of them? Both of them had a food fetish. And they're like normal looking ass couple. Of course. Normal as fuck. And um, it all started with the whipped cream, right? And the strawberries, you know, the little whatever. Okay. And so, you know, you gotta go. I, I like to play with it a little of bit. Course, make yeah. The, I like that. Yeah. And so that I, would, uh, I was like, they kept talking about food. I was like, are you guys hungry? Um, we have, yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. And so we got the menu and they ordered like a bunch of food. So the girl got chicken tenders. And then they started opening up about how they like food because they're sitting there like fucking food on their face, right? I swear to God. And then he was like, can I give you $500 like on top of your tip if my wife can eat a chicken tender out of your ass? And I was <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't okay that sounded like really bad it wasn't, it wasn't in it it was just oh, no, like no, I get what yeah like in your crack. yeah i get it i get it, I get it. in the crack and so for the rest of the night my ass smells like chicken, chicken, chicken ass, ass. <laughs> my ass literally smelled like chicken tenders i swear to god oh my god it was the funniest fucking thing ever but yeah i'm like sitting there twerking i swear i could smell some shit <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so that one was that's really funny that one wasn't that long ago like a couple months ago maybe that is the best yeah oh my god that is so funny i used to also have another customer that super nice guy so in miami no offense to my cubans watching this but cuban men aren't the tallest right, right. and i had this dude i i used to wear tennis tennis shoes there and so i'm like yeah so i'm like six two six right. three right this dude was like five two standing and but he loved, it, right? he loved it. Yeah, and I, especially I'm a I'm a very sweet person, but I think like my appearance gives sometimes gives people, like a dominatrix. Like yeah, that. yes. Even though I'm like, oh. you're not. When they ask me to stop, I'm like, oh. you know, like um, in porn, I go through that a lot because a lot of guys look at me like a dominatrix. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm actually a sub. Yeah, I love pleasing. I'm a pleaser, mm-hmm. and I'm probably the sweetest person you're ever. Yeah. I can't. I don't want. I don't want do to do any of that stuff. I can't whip your ass. I'm sorry. Yeah, and and this dude, he loved it so much, and he was a lawyer, right? So he made a shit ton of money, and I think every single time he visited me, it was like three, four grand easy. And then one day he came in and he got really fucked up. He was like, "Can I can I ask you for a favor?" I was like, "What do you want? What do you want me to do? What what?" And he's like, "You just." You make me feel really comfortable, and you're the only person that I feel really comfortable asking. He's like, "Can you please step on me?" And oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. "And I was like, in your heels, yeah." Right? And I was yeah. like, "Step on you? What do you mean?" And he was like, "Please step on me, like please." And he's like begging for it, and I was like, "Okay." And I started like laughing, and I, it's because the squish of a person is weird. I don't like squish. I know it was weird. It just felt like a really weird texture to step on. And were you afraid you were gonna hurt him? I did, and I had told him I was like, "Dog, I'm not in charge. Like, I'm not responsible." I'm, for any injuries that this causes because I was like what happens like if my fucking heel pierces you or something yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. I was like and he's like no please but every single time I would step on him he'd give me like an extra grand and I, <laughs> I would just go there and I was like as soon as he handed me the money I was like two stepping on that motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know money talks but he literally got off to it like he yeah, like loved that shit and it just made me think I don't know what needs to happen in your childhood to make you have a fetish like that but there's there's something i've actually done so i didn't know of any girls this is the first time i've heard of a girl having a food fetish Mm -hmm. very first time Mm -hmm. but i've had you know i've probably 
seen every single fetish I've had, guys. Oh my God, I had a dentist come into Palomino's and he was way smaller than I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm in my heels, you know, I'm 5'7 naturally, so mm-hmm. when I wear these six or seven inches, yeah, so we're like the same height. You are the same height. height. Yeah, we're like six two, six eight. So this guy, he just wanted to go up to the VIP with me, and I'm like, okay, let's go. He spent, I think it was $6,000, and I sat in the blue room, and he literally made out with my feet for <gasps> two hours. Oh, God. And I didn't have to take off my laundry. It felt good. It's <laughs> fucking awesome. But I think it's funny that, like, some people think that strip clubs are all about sex in the VIP. Yeah, I know. And Most people not. don't want sex. They want to release, like, their little inner demons Fantasies and their fantasies. And, yeah. and I think we're willing to go for it. Whatever. For sure. It's not hurting anybody. They're watching me on camera. They know I'm safe. I'm not, you're not whipping your dick out. I'm not whipping, you know, anything yeah. out. So we're the guy. Oh. Yeah. And it's... It's crazy the fetishes that I've heard about that I never even knew existed, mm-hmm. and even in the porn industry, like I'm like, wait, what do you want? <laughs> you know, I like I can't do that. I had one guy on OnlyFans, he paid me, I think it was like fifteen hundred dollars. He wanted me to eat a box of um, cheeses on camera. Just eat them. Just eat them. He wanted to hear the crunching with me naked. I, yeah. <laughs> Like how innocent is that? Okay. There's, there's, there's somebody that goes on my live every single live on TikTok, yeah. and will ask me if I can send him a video being tickled, and it's so funny because sometimes my family, Let's do it. my family gets gets on my lives, and they'll be sitting there and they'll be blowing up the family group chat, sending mm-hmm. his comments, like screenshots of his comments, and making fun of it, and they're like, this dude is literally on here every single live. I don't know who it is. So like I've learned. I used to laugh at all these guys with fetishes. Mm-hmm. I used to be like, what the fuck is wrong with them? But then I learned working in the industry, like, you know what? That shit is money. It's, and it's yeah. not just that. Like, I've learned to be tolerant of other people's happiness. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you're not hurting anybody. You're not pulling up pictures of little kids. You know, yeah. like, and I've seen that before, too. Have mm-hmm. you seen that? Yes. yes I've seen oh, that my too. God. And that's, there's certain, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many fetishes and kinks and yeah. shit that people like, which is literally I learned I, to I not judge and just laugh and I don't, be like this is awesome yeah I don't kink shame but yeah. I have there's a reason why I don't dress up as a schoolgirl. no at work is because I had a really bad I it for me I guess it has attracted really really ugly people and I'm very I had one person that I was giving a this is at Palomino's, so obviously the full nude rooms and shit and the young girls yeah and I had Palomino's is 18 yeah and it was an older <clears> dude, <throat> oldest butt. And I was on top of him. I was naked. And then he, he was tipsy as fuck. And he had said, he's like, you know what you remind me of? And I was like, what? He's like, you remind me of my daughter. Oh, and I I'm had a very there, similar And situation. I'm like naked as fuck. And I was like, ew. ew. Yeah. And I was like, that was a Did you say ew? I did. No, I looked at him. And I was like, why would you say that? And then he was like, you just, you're so beautiful. You remind me of my daughter. And I was like. Ew, dog. And I had taken, I needed a fucking shot after that because I was like, that is disgusting. And I don't want to know what the fuck happens in your little nasty ass head yeah. or what happens in your the household. But that shit makes me feel gross, dog. And it's because that shit is so common. It is. And it's, it's so unfortunate and it's really sad about how common it is and i feel like we see it all the time because motherfuckers get fucked up yes they and do. they think they that like us. you know what i'm saying and so i had two situations i had one where a customer um i was giving him a lap dance and he kept being on his phone it was me and another girl mm-hmm. and he was on his phone so much and she kept pointing down like look at what he's looking at look at what he's looking at so i finally looked and he was literally looking at child pornography <gasps> while we're dancing on him shut the fuck so he was like getting off on it he was fucked up 
So security kicked him out. I believe they called the cops. This is at Palomino's. I believe they called the cops or whatever. And then a few years later, <clears throat> I was in the bedroom with a couple and I was dancing on him. He was super drunk. She was super drunk. He called me his daughter's name. That's disgusting. Disgusting, dog. right? His wife didn't catch on to it. I wasn't drunk because I don't, I usually don't drink. Yeah. I want my money, you know? So like, I would just, I just went through it. I acted like I didn't hear it. She didn't hear it. And I was just like, that is so disgusting. And I never forgot to this day because I wonder what his daughter has gone through. Isn't that weird? That's just awful. It's horrible. But I don't keep shame either. I've learned not yeah. to do that. Because I've learned like, this is fun. This is interesting. Like, who would have thought I like my feet being played with until I met that guy? That's true. And I felt so fucking that's good. True. I was like, hey, that's kind of cool. I used to I be like really, them. yeah, I used to be the same. I used to be really like, like, don't touch my feet. But now those are the best customers to have. Honestly, right? my feet be fucking killing me. Yeah, and they're like, right. can I please pay you to rub your feet? <laughs> Fuck yes, please. you can. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I got, oh my God, it was so funny. I got um, a, a comedian that I guess I don't, I'm not really big on stand-up comedy, but I really? guess he I was really like comedy. famous. And yeah. yeah, this is that crazy horse. And all the hosts were like fucking fangirling and shit. You know who it was? I'm not gonna say his name. Oh, shit. Are you gonna tell me? Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna say because I'm about to say some shit. That's, that's the cool thing about Vegas, though. Like, for the baby strippers, if you guys ever come to Vegas to dance, you will meet so many famous people. Yeah. I have met so many famous people that I don't even get. What is it called when you get like um, fame crazy or whatever? Like when you see somebody star crazy? Oh, yeah. I don't even get that anymore. I'm like, yeah, oh, star strip. Star strip. Star strip. Yeah. I'm just like, whatever. Yeah, and a lot of them are really cool. Honestly, granted, some of them aren't, but a lot of them are really cool and like super, super. Human, just yeah. Like us. Literally, mm -hmm. we can have a whole fucking conversation yeah. and shit. And so this dude bought um, a two hour in the fucking champagne rooms. And he had told me, he was like, I'm going to be honest, I have a really big foot fetish. And I was like, okay. And so it was so funny because the entire time this motherfucker was like, had my feet on his fucking face and would literally like grab my feet and just rub it on his so face. when I make porn, uh, sometimes we do that. Like they like foot jobs. They like and stuff like that. It was just so funny because everything had to do with my feet. And when I walked out of the room, the hosts were laughing their asses off because they were watching <laughs> it. The yes. And they're like, how do your feet feel? I was like, amazing. <laughs> right? Like, how do you think they feel? But it was, it was funny as fuck. No. So we love good stripper stories. Mm -hmm. I think that that's one thing that's going to be consistent on this oh, podcast. Oh, for sure. Stripper stories. What's the craziest one that you have? Uh, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like, good crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, I don't know. I feel like I have so many I can't pick, honestly. They can tell us on the next episode. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have Jaden back on here. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um, I want everybody to keep up with you and to know who you are. So can you tell everybody, like, your social media links, where to find you on TikTok and Instagram? So for my TikTok... And I'll spell them out. For uh, okay. For my TikTok, it's it's just Jaden Ortiz, J-A-D-Y-N-N-O-R-T-I-Z. And then my Instagram, it's just going to be my name. It's J with three A's, D-Y-N-N. That's J-A-A-A-D-Y-N-N. Yeah. Jaden, thank you so much for joining me here today. I really appreciate everything you're doing to bring awareness and transparency to women who are working their asses off <laughs> at multiple jobs. And thank you for your service. Thank you. Hopefully I'm back again. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back again. We're going to bring a couple of girls on here together. And thank you for listening for Suits to Stilettos with me, Italia Tornabeni. If you enjoyed today's show, please make sure to leave us a rating and review on the Apple Podcasts. And subscribe to the show so you can catch all the new episodes as soon as they drop. I'll see you here next week.